0: Hello, and welcome just a family. This is just a live TV or giving you something to talk about. This episode, we are going to be talking about changing your money mindset to create more opportunities. So that is our episode topic today. Our sponsor for today is my biz fits me, which is a company that helps you create a business that fits your specific needs. So they have a life, not a life crisis, sorry, they have um, a 911 emergency session where you can go in and talk about your business and get some insights and some clarity on what may be happening with your money mindset when it comes to your business. So go and check that out. Link in the description. Um, for anybody watching or following, please go like and follow our social media accounts. You can find Just a Live TV just about everywhere. If you want to sign up for our newsletter, you can do so at justalivetv.com. I'm your host Melissa Kretschler, and I'm going to hand it over to my guest speaker of today, which happens to be, near Rottenberg. And I hope I said that right.
1: You got it. You got it. Yeah. Near Rottenberg. Yes.
0: Perfect. Introduce yourself.
1: Well, my name is near Rottenberg, and I'm from Israel. Broadcasting live from a small city between Haifa and Tel Aviv called Hadera. And what I do for the what I've been doing for the last two years is I help people to, first of all, uh, handle their financial anxieties. And in order to uh, remove them, we first of all have to deal with it. We have to uh, ask ourselves, why do we even have it in the first place? Because you know, a lot of people, when they usually have anxieties, they say, you know what, I just want to get rid of it. And I say, no, because in my theory, anxiety in a way is a present. And I know it sounds a bit funny, but it's a present because it shows us that we have to deal with some issues taking that are shaping our our, our, our contours and even our subconscious. So once we know how to deal with it, right? Once we know to give it space, we know slowly, slowly what will make it go away. So yeah, for the last two years, I would say that I've been dealing mainly with money issues because it's it, it's something that people just you know have. Uh, I don't know a, a person without some sort of Um, money um, wanderings, you know, I I can't say that we all have anxieties, but we, it's an issue that is very much uh, evident in our lives. You know what, and even if we're rich, and even if we have a lot of money, you'd be surprised how many rich people have, you know, love and hate relationship with money. So um, it's just one of those things that we all need to, to relate to it. And yeah, that's what I've been doing.
0: Absolutely. That sounds great. One of the things that I find with money is when we grow up, depending on the, our environment, depending on the people that we surround ourselves with, or that our parents surround themselves with, our ideals or our mindsets surrounding money can be different and varied. I grew up with two very different sides of my family. One was very not um financially set and the other side was very financially set and even for myself I noticed that a lot of people who did have money especially in my family were very uh what's the word I'm looking for um not rude or aggressive but very uptight very condescending and um just thought they thought that they were better than everybody else because of their their financial situation and their financial standing so I grew up with the belief that people with money were snobs or rude or self-centered because that's that was my experience with it so when you were talking about people having you know money beliefs or, or financial anxieties I had that as well right where you know if I make too much money and I become very successful and, and very well off, What what is that? Is that gonna change who I am? Is that going to change my mindset? And that actually doesn't happen. Your mindset changes as you grow because the beliefs change. So I really like that you're talking about that. Um, so what do you think some of the symptoms are when people aren't really aligned to their their money mindset, to what what they wanna create?
1: First of all, we have to understand that uh, in many cases, people think that whether they have ten thousand dollars or even minus ten thousand dollars in their bank account, in a lot of cases, they would say that they feel pretty bad. They feel that, that they are useless. They feel that they're not ready to deal with the world outside. And that's the thing. A lot of people think that money affects their uh, their image, and and it, it doesn't have to be like that. And if There's one thing I would like our listeners to take with them is that our money issues do not, and I repeat, do not affect our self-image. There's no connection whatsoever with how much we have in the bank account to who we really are and what our capabilities are and what our beliefs are. It's this pattern made up in our brain that we connect, we associate money and capability, money and Self uh, worthless. Yep.
0: Money right? in clothes, money in cars, money in your, you know, your house. Um I don't know how many times I've heard that people live a champagne lifestyle on a beer on a beer finances, right? Or on a on beer income. Right. And that's not true. There are people who have a ton of money who are very well off and successful and have a large bank account, but they don't they're not, you know spending crazy they're not buying all the high-end you know what? high-end stuff right i love it's... value village or thrift shopping so i go thrift shopping all the time i absolutely love it and why not right i don't you know need what? to go by high-end it, designers
1: if, if you go to youtube and you search for some old eminem the rapper eminem videos you would see that when he does the interviews and he people ask him there's one interview that i, I still remember to this day that people ask him about money He said that once he got a lot of money, he didn't know what to do with it. And he even called his manager and asked him if it's okay if he would buy a Rolex watch. Because it's the first time he gets a lot of money, thousands of dollars back in the day, and he had no clue how to deal, how to contain that money, right? The money that is in the bank account, whether it's okay to spend it. And this is an example of a person that had, I assume, not so much when he grew up. And it just shows you, yes, that the way we deal with money issues in most of the cases has to do with the way we were raised, what our family brought to us, what we learned from our parents, what sort of dynamics was between the parents. I can tell you that in my case, in many of the times, I remember that my dad always um, talking about money and how much we have to save and how much we have to save every dime and we should not spend everything and he was a great believer that people cannot be uh, self-employed they should work for a company let the company uh, pay you let the company uh, provide you anything you want and when i grew up i kind of remembered that theory right and i in my 20s i was working for a big company for a few big companies but then i realized that it was just imitating my father Right. And in a way, also, I could say that even my mother was pretty much uh, had the same elements of behavior. And it took me a while until I realized what was going on. I was actually imitating the way they were, they were brought up, right? You know, coming to a second generation of uh, Holocaust survivors, you know, you cannot do the math and you, you realize that it goes way back. And especially with money, it's so much evident to see. And when I basically uh, do an NLP session, because that's what I do, I rely on NLP tools, not only that I remove that anxiety or that fear away from that person, but I also go back to the time where he first um, realized that this is the source of what was going on in his life. Now, unlike psychology, we don't go too deep, right? The thing is, is not to go deep and analyze why do you think it happened and who is to be blamed for that, no. The issue here is to change the perspectives of your, uh, of the meaning. For example, if you had parents that were very much struggling and they told you to save every dime, And now in your 30s or 40s, you act the same and you perhaps feel ashamed or useless or, you know, without any capability of what to do. In NLP, the meaning could actually change everything. So once you understand that it's just a thought that went on in your head and the thought does not represent who you are, you could pretty much go forward with so many things in your life once we break that barrier that it's just a thought, the meaning you experience about money is not the real reality. It's all in your head. You know, Richard Bendler, one of the founders of NLP, said that there's no such thing as reality, right? It's all made up in our brains. And we can see it so much when it comes to money. And loss as well. This is another issue. You know, people say, you know, "I, I don't have too much in my bank account. And it's true that sometimes we can identify loss or the sense of uh, not having something. But there is no such thing as loss. Because if you think about it, I'm holding in my glass, and you don't don't see it, but I'm holding a cup of espresso. right? And the glass is not full, obviously. But then I, I can ask you, what do I have under the liquid? I'm sorry, above the liquid and some people might say you don't have anything it's empty right and i say no there's no such thing as loss or emptiness because if we choose to look at money as something that we don't have it's a choice but in that cup that i'm holding there's also neutrons and item, atoms and some other energetic uh, you know things I, I just don't know how to pronounce it you never want in english so And the same thing for our bank account. If we choose to look at our bank account as empty, we will never be able to fill it up, never. So emptiness is a choice. It's the meaning. And what I do is basically I help people to change the emptiness meaning. right? And when I say to change the, the, the meaning, I'm talking about not only whenever they think about money, but I'm talking about being. Or but yet having the sense of fulfillment and and, and content 24 hours. And once you have that, you your cup will be full. Your bank account will be full. For
0: me, it comes down to being happy where you're at, and Mm -hmm. not only being happy where you're at, but where you're going and the journey to get there, right? There are a lot of people and I wanted to mention this. There are a lot of people who fear making more money. So you were talking about the parents. There are people who actually fear making more money or being in a better position than their parents were or are, right? So if your parents were low income or medium income and you're on the path to being, you know, a six, seven figure earner, there is a little bit of that um, that fear right? And that almost like a shame or a guilt that you've succeeded where others haven't, right? And a lot of people can struggle with that mindset of, you know, what if I do get to this point? Or if I do get this, uh, am I going? Are they going to be jealous? Are they going to be envious? Am I going to hurt their feelings because I've done better than them? Um, Are they going to um, ask me for everything and anything? Um, and just continue on that
1: path. Now, now it, the thing is, I call it the thermostat. Now, we all have our thermostat. And then when I say that, I'm talking about our bank account. How much do we have in our bank account? Now, for a lot of people, they can earn the same amount for 20 years. I don't know, 5,000, 10,000, doesn't matter. But for some people, you would see that the amount doesn't change. It's always somewhere in those areas. And in order to change the thermostat, you have to do some meaningful uh, work within yourself. Because you cannot just go from 10,000 to 50,000. It doesn't happen like that. So once we change the the, the whole belief system towards who we are, what we are capable of doing, the thermostat will change automatically. Therefore, the bank account, yeah. So basically, when you talk about money, a lot of the things that I I understood is that whenever we feel uh, that small anxiety that is uh, taking place, we can actually connect it with a visual image. For a lot of people, whenever they go to their bank, right, they immediately start shrinking and uh, thinking, oh my God, uh, what will I say to the manager? How will I ask for a loan? And that image alone of the bank account can freak them out, right? So what we do in NLP, we connect certain situations, real-life situations, and we change the meaning again completely. Now, it could be a bank account. It could be somebody else opening his uh, app to see how much he has in the bank account. And, you know, the, the act of opening the app itself could be frightening as hell. To some people, right? So I really like our listeners to think what are those situations in life when you actually get panic? And once you understand, now let's think of the strategy of what you're doing with it. I mean, for some people, even when they're opening their bank accounts, for some, the whole process, the whole freaking out process even starts beforehand. Maybe they are hearing a voice in their head telling them, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And starts from there even could be an hour before they are actually opening the app could be an image that they have oh my god i'm going to see minus 5000 right and that vision alone is is, is is scary right so we want to avoid that you want to establish ourselves a different picture different strategy yeah it's a whole process
0: what are your tips and tricks for people changing their money mindset? How how do you how do you suggest people start with that? Even like I said, just at the beginning stages.
1: There are a lot of things. First of all, I'm a great believer in manifestation, right? Now it, it may not go hand in hand with NLP, which works more of certain guidance and questions that are being asked, and certain tactics that we do for our subconscious. But manifestation alone is a great tool. Doesn't matter what stage you are in your life. Because it gives you the ability not only to uh, envision what you what life is going to happen to you, but also to be able to connect you more to the here and now, right? And if we're talking about the subconscious, and that's what we do in NLP, will be most of the work is done towards the subconscious to kind of shake it all up and to make it realize that there is no future, there is no past, there's only here and now. Manifestation is basically having the uh, the glorifying the here and now and understanding that all our visions and all our wishful desires that we want to have in our lives they're not real because there is no such thing as future and i know this might be a shocker to a lot of people listening to this but future is just basically a myth right what is relevant is the here and now now the past is all gone we cannot change the past so once a person is more connected to the here and now, he knows that this is where he, need, he needs to uh, focus his energy for. Now, in order to do that, yes, manifestation, but manifestation in a way for a person to understand how he feels now, thinking that what he wants, the, the amount of money that he wants has already been done. Right? Now, I know for some people it's kind of hard to understand. How could it be? Because I haven't received anything yet. Yet. I say, fake it till you make it, right? So once we are connected to the here and now, we can actually do things in a much more, um, how do you say, clear way, easier way. Now, obviously, um, what I suggest for the people who are kind of struggling is to show a lot of gratitude. This is a powerful method. And we talk a lot about uh, gratitude and how to, appreciate what we have, but it actually works. I have a big book that I bought, and every time I wake up, even at night, I write myself, even if I'm tired as hell, I'm writing three small things that I say thank you for, that either happened today, or happening in my life in general, whatever I want. And what this does, this will show the subconscious that you are actually in align align it alignment. Correct me. I'm <laughs> saying. Yeah. And you actually agree with what's going on in your life. You're not resisting anything. Okay? Because the subconscious cannot bear any sort of resistance. Okay, you're gone with the flow. And it's such a powerful thing to do. Now, as far as language is concerned, I learned a trick believe it or not, from uh, a guy on YouTube, right? And he said that once we say to ourselves that we are happy with the amount that we have, but we would like to get some more, what this does is we actually move our brains towards the direction of pleasure because our brain either avoids pain or goes towards pleasure. Now, a lot of people, their language, they kind of mess with it. And they say, oh, I don't have this, or I need more money, or I have to get more money. So if you say these words, the subconscious understands that for now, you are in great loss that we had talked about before. And we don't want to deal with that loss, right? So once we show to the subconscious that we are on our way to please it, we have to appreciate what we have. Yet we can can say to ourselves, but I want more. And now, slowly, slowly, it will kick in. Now, a lot of of people are also stuck in the past in the the way that we always look back at previous deals that we did in the past or investments that didn't work or how we got, uh, you know, somebody told us something, promised us something, and it took all our money. And what this does, it just keeps us not really, really motivated to move on. Right, and in NLP, again, we take the person and we connect them to the present. There's no past. And yes, for the time, there's no future. There's only the present. And I know it's kind of hard to to realize that because we always say, think towards the future. But, you know, there is no future. We cannot really see it. So that's why we, for, for some people, It's not even realistic talking about the future, you know?
0: Yeah, we should definitely be focusing on the here and now and what we have. When you focus on what you have and you focus on the present moment, you're creating a a different level of awareness, of perspective, of happiness in that moment that will carry you forward. And that's really important. And I'm glad that that you shared that. So um, is there anything else you'd like to add before we get
1: going? Well, I, I'm, I'm just saying that, for, you know, people ask me is, what's the difference between financial anxiety and other anxieties? Well, I, the answer is pretty simple. Financial anxiety, first of all, anxiety is when you kind of fear without understanding why you do that. It's, it's like senseless fear, right? It's, it's not like where somebody's putting a gun into your head and, and you can actually sense the danger. Anxiety is when you have these images in your head, could be an audio uh, voices telling you something which has no reason whatsoever, even if you're in debt, you know, but you kind of envision these things that are going to happen to you and they're not. Why? Once again, people are not connected to the here and now, right? And financial anxiety in a way is so unique because This is the foundation of of, of our existence. I mean, without money, let's face it, we cannot live, right? People say, oh, some things are more important. No, without money, we cannot go and see our doctor. For some, we cannot even have a loving relationship. We cannot even find an apartment to live in. So this is the foundation of everything. We can do great things with money, that's how the world is built. So, in a way, it's, it's like we, the rug under our feet is being pulled over, and people cannot live with the sense that their whole being is taken away from them. So, that's why it's so crucial and very much uh, evident in a person's life, you know. And we saw during COVID, like in Israel, I can tell you that a lot of people felt that, yeah, absolutely. Um,
0: All right, well, thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. I think that um, financial anxiety and and money mindset are very important and people should be focusing on that to create a better awareness, better opportunities, and just a better all around perspective of their life. Um, If anybody wants to connect with either myself or Nir, please do so. Our links are in the description of this episode. Um, if you'd like to be a part of the show or if you want to see a topic featured on the show, please reach out to us at justalivetv.com. You can also follow us on all of our social media accounts throughout majority of the social media world. Um, I, of course, am your host, uh, Melissa Kretschler. Mir, again, thank you so much for joining me today.
1: With pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: And for everybody else, I will see you on the next episode of Just Alive.
1: Bye. Bye bye.